can't find what it says when I die. When I die, give me a place in your kingdom, Lord. So I ain't got no love, I got no love back. Some terrorists then blew up Oklahoma City Got the whole world in shock A lot of worried faces One of the world's biggest unsolved cases Makes me ask the question why But I ain't tripping though I know no fools don't wanna blow up the ghetto But yet still It takes your mind off of OJ It makes me realize that I'm living in the world of hate Life is a bitch and then you die Picture your casket closed And even though them fools beat me for my elbows and toes My life don't revolve around no tight rims I'm staying strapped because they starting drive-bys again And even once my girl left me I shouldn't have trust her But I can't help it And God knows that I love I cannot find in no peace when situations stay messed up On the cool, man, I'm fed up Situations bold, knocking that buster's cold when he roll and unfold. Game pressure seems to get him flinching, twitching. When any fool with disrespect, he wind up missing. He was moving too fast, and in the fans was running races. Capitalized on balling on them busters when they faced him. Kept him from praying. He had his back against the wall. At any time, he could face the game and slip and fall. He got a whole team on his side, and they gon' ride until them feds rush his head and turn my little homie face red. Sitting before the judge with no grudge. He considered you thugs, so you'll sit and show no love. And now my homie's world is in the hands of a boss man. Shedding tears, you wouldn't understand these messed up situations. in danger 12 o'clock at night i'm hearing voices walking down the stairs with this clock up in my hand i can see his head but i can't see his hand so i plan to blast on my first chance come to find out it was a runaway 15 years old just got his life took away now i'm hella stressed to his family i'm in debt cause they never see they kin folk again Lord forgive me but I had to What would you do? Blast him or let him blast you? These situations got me stressing Looking for the questions Did I kill a child with my Smith and Wesson? Or will I die the same death? Let me rest Lord I know I'm blessed but I'm still stressed Help me through this test These are situations Situations are the crimes That you face every day That you face every day 
TFR Network, CFR News, Shalom, Balance, Paradise, Righteousness, All, Good Day, Hola, Bonjour, Niha, all of the universal greetings. Glad to be back, continuing this year, text the series, rounding off the end of the Gregorian year of 2021. I have a, a legend with me in the lab, part so of fifth ward boys e rock in the building with me man what's up on what's up this evening what's up homie what's good man it's your boy e rock man fifth ward boys representing to the fullest shout out to the uk man definite man birmingham to that h town man to that fifth ward and to the world that's right that's right <clears throat> Firstly, honors. Thanks very much for the for the uh, for accepting the invitation. Yeah, you know oh, I mean, man, your, I appreciate you having me. Your boys have got a story that needs to be heard. Yeah, now. Yeah. Y'all played a, yeah, a vital role, man. Especially that um, that uh, that uh, well, that gangster funk, man. When I had that gangster funk, when I that ghetto dope came out. That was the soundtrack sibling over her <laughs> when I was yeah, growing yeah. up. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, that ghetto dope. That was the first album. Mm-hmm. Ghetto dope. And uh we followed up with that with the EP Gangster Tone. So that was that was dope too. The shiggity boss, the shiggity. So before we go, before we jump in the Delorium, you know what I mean, and go back in Tidime, let's stay in the present. As we, as we were building offline, zombie apocalypse, man. I, I like, how has that affected you, sibling, over these last almost two years? Oh, uh, man, it's, uh, I think, I think this stuff has affected everybody in some type of way, man. A lot of people lost jobs, a lot of people died, a lot of people confused, you know, it's causing a lot of division between families and all that. So it's, it's kind of crazy, man. So I, I try not to, uh, Get caught up into it too much, but I see what's going on. The zombie apocalypse. You're absolutely right. <laughs> the shiggy, the shiggy. Hey, but what? So, I guess obviously because you're doing your production and all that there as well. So I guess that, that didn't necessarily hinder, you know, you doing your works in the lab and then obviously emailing. You know, what I mean, the tracks to potential clients and all that there. Yeah, I mean. uh we kind of shut down the studios, man, at that time, and uh, doing a lot of work at home for the most part. Mm-hmm. So it, it, yeah, it, it slowed down a lot. Okay, okay. And did y'all have much? Did you have much in the way of tours before? I was speaking to a lot of artists. They had a lot of tours planned, you know, pre-zombie apocalypse, and obviously, you know. Some were able yeah, was, to still do some right. things, but the majority that shit just got cancelled the hell out. Yeah, it was it was a lot more. It was able it was a lot more shows and tours going on before they see that. So yeah, it slowed up all that good shit, man. But hey, we still pushing the striving. Yes, yes indeed. Yes indeed. Side so, in mind, let's 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 just jump back to the start, man. Let's jump back to the start of this year. As as per the group's name, the Fifford Boys, aka um, the Little Ghetto Boys, um, I'm I'm sure. I guess you was you was born and raised in what in that fifth. 
right, right, right. Born and raised in, in Houston, Fifth Ward, Texas. Yeah. So, yeah, that's where it all started. Right. Okay. Okay. So, try and paint me a vivid picture of coming up <clears throat> as a youngster in that fifth. Uh, fifth Ward is a inner city ghetto neighborhood. Um, not too, not too different from any other neighborhood. You know, you got your crackheads, you got your drug dealers, you got your killers, robbers, jackers, prostitutes, pimps, players, hustlers, hood rats and hoes, chicken wing spots and liquor stores and churches on there, damn near every corner. So it's ghetto than a motherfucker. So yeah, learn a lot from there. Okay, okay, and um. What kind of what what we what was we messing with musically before we started actually dabbling dabbling in the art of rap and hip hop? Uh yeah, before that I was like I ain't, I started rapping as a kid, so I was in school most of the time when I when I started dipping and dabbing into the music. Okay, so I was just you know around the fifth grade or so when I when I first started rapping, you know, just as a hobby. Not knowing that later on in the future I'll be really in the studio dropping some dope music. So, mm. and what was the inspiration? Most, what was the inspiration like? What was it? Local artists that you was hearing and you was like, "Yeah, man, this is my thing." Or was it national artists? Like, unpack that. Oh yeah, I was listening to. Oh, I was listening to all kind of uh, music, man. Because my mom used to have a, a record collection, so it started off with the R and B and blues, mm-hmm. and then uh. Grandmaster Flash came out, you know. Yes. And then the hip hop thing took off after that, you know. Then you had to your LL Cool J's and you run DMCs, the Public Enemies, and all that. Mm. So I gravitated to it and started listening to them guys. And then Ghetto Boys came around. I was just a hip hop junkie after that. NWA, you know. Yes. I was yes. caught up. Mm. Yeah. When when was it for you that you really kind of got in touch with the the Houston scene? Because from what from what I'm hearing from all of the conversations I have, it's very the start of the, your exposure to hip hop and rap is everything you've just mentioned. You know what I mean? The Dougie Fresh, right. Slick Rick, Cool G Rap, right. and all of them. You know, and then you go over to the West NWA, Cuban now, and then. Right. It slowly but surely we get this little bubbling of Rafaela and Houston going on, and then it's like, yeah, I'm starting to feel the scene. When when did that happen for you? Uh, that was around like in the early '80s, I believe. When uh, Ghetto Boys came out, the first Ghetto Boys came out had this song called Car Freak. So, and we had this radio station called uh, Kids Jam. That played all the hip hop on Saturday morning. So when that came on, you had to have your tape cassette ready so you can record all the jams that you couldn't hear, you know? So <laughs> that's old school sibling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, when Rapper Lot came through, uh, yeah, Ghetto Boys came out with this song called Car Free. And then they started having different artists uh, come through the label. Mm. And I was a fan of all those guys that was coming through Rap a lot. And eventually I I ended up on Rap a lot. That's crazy, right? <laughs> this is it. This is so all right then. Was it was it a case? Well, I'm pretty sure which was that the, the goal 
obviously you're rapping now you're, you're doing your thing as a hobby and you know you you're seeing these artists come through you've seen the get the original ghetto boys you've seen i guess um 80s was almighty so were they on rapper at that time uh yeah they came through later okay so uh, when yeah, my so that was with our Benzino, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They came through later. Okay. So are you thinking in building your kind of your your thing, saying, okay, I'm going to perfect this art, and in essence, like when I get good enough, I'm going to go over to obviously at the time when you was around, it would have been a little J, right? Are you thinking that's the person I'm going directly to to see if I can get a deal? Uh, that was a that was an idea, but at the end of the day, I wasn't even looking for no record deal, man. It just happened like uh, one day, my my homie 007 went to this record store, bumped into this guy named Dewey, and he said he was looking for some artists. And uh, Double OG told Dewey, me to come up there. yeah, right, right. Okay. So yeah, Double O told me to come up there and rap one day, and I went went up there and did my thing and. Uh, he liked it, so we became the Fifth Ward Boys, and and uh, after that, Low Life came in a group. You know what I'm saying? We became the Fifth Ward Boys when he came. Right. So initially, it was just you and Double O. Right. Okay. So <laughs> Low Life was he? Um, we we all friends prior to like hooking up to do the fifth ward or like did you have like a, a relationship with him prior or was it a case of once you're linked up with OG then you know what I mean you got low life on, on on the on the team yeah yeah I kind of uh I knew low life from back in the day uh from around the school you know what I'm saying and then I had a summer job I was working with his dad so I had a cool relationship with his dad and uh we bumped into each other again when I had this job with his dad. So we became even cooler at that moment. Mm. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, after yeah, after me working with his dad, uh we used to see each other all the time. So yeah, we became good friends after that. So I kind of knew uh low life first, and then I met double O around my eleventh or twelfth grade, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, nah, that was freshman. I met him in high school when we was freshmen. And we were, we had been friends ever since. So yeah, it worked out pretty cool. It's him, man. Hey, and what about the name? How did you, who came out with the who picked the name Fifth Ward Boys? Is that something y'all just collectively said, yeah, man, that's the thing? Or we all collectively, you know, vibed on it and, and decided that that would be a good name. We're gonna represent for the neighborhood and represent for Houston, period. All right, then here's a question for you, sibling. What was what was some of the names that you <clears throat> that you thought that didn't make the cuts? Obviously, was there any uh, that were in contention? Oh, uh, sucks, man. <laughs> I I wish I could remember, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> but there was this. There, there there was, was, <laughs> yeah, it was some funny names too, man. That, that's why I'm laughing. If I could remember some of them shits, that that would be funny as hell, man. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, <laughs> that was a good question. <laughs> <laughs> and what kind of um, what age were you, group were you at this time? What kind of age were you like? Teenagers or what? Yeah, I was like uh, 
man, I was like 18, maybe oh. 17, 18, somewhere up in that. Mm. Yeah. And all, all the y'all similar ages, age group, right? Yeah. So low life, maybe uh, two or three years older. And double O may be me and him the same age, but he he might be older by a couple months. Okay, okay, all right, yeah. Um, so OG Dewey, he's the one who who, who made that link, right? Uh, you know, he's filling the raps. You then you get low life, so it's now not a duo; it's a trio. So when when do we start going to? do that gank that that ghetto <coughs> when does that come into into play <coughs> uh, oh excuse me <coughs> oh shit You're hitting that too hard God, man <laughs> oh my goodness <coughs> oh boy so yeah ghetto dope was uh that was the first album we was working on and uh low life ended up getting locked up before we can even put the album out so Damn. Me and Double O finished the album. And that came out in like uh 93. 93, yep. And then uh then we uh followed up with Gangster Phone. Hey, let's stay, let's stay on that ghetto dope and that Bushwick Bill. Thanks for the blessing. What was the what yeah. was the inspiration and how do we get uh Bushwick aka Chukwick Rising Paradise on that track? Oh man, thanks for the blessing. It was like uh it was like a song. It was like one of the first songs we came up with because we was thankful for the blessing that we got an opportunity to do, you know, mm. do something we dreamed of doing, you know. So that's how we came up with thanks for the blessing. So when Bushwick heard the idea of it, he was like, <laughs> Hey, I want to get on that. <laughs> and that was a beautiful moment. Definitely. And and did, did the other features kind of materialize the same kind of way? Like, you know, they had heard like, okay, this is the concept of a track. Yeah, I want to jump on that with y'all. Uh, it didn't happen like that a lot, man. So some of these guys was real busy. So we had to kind of like chase them, <laughs> chase them down to get some of these features. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So at, at the time of you joining Rapalot, um, too much trouble was that still um all of them including barnard and that or was it was it just um the two the trio when you joined yeah uh too much trouble they was already signed to rap a lot before we even got there yeah but you remember it, there was there was there wasn't wasn't there three or four of them originally and then it became a two-o because they had like yeah, a little yeah, short yeah, guy yeah. right yeah, yeah, bar none. Yeah, they had a guy. Yeah, he was short to a little midget. Mm. So was he? Dwarf. Was he on the label? Was was that the 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 when you joined Rapalop? Sorry, was that the collective at that time, or were they just uh, uh, the Band Aid Bandit and? Yeah, that was the whole group. They started out together like that, mm. and then a couple others, a couple of those guys just fell out. And then it ended up being two of them left. Right. Okay. Okay. That was that was um. So how how did how did y'all feel when 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 the 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 ghetto dope first came out? 
Oh, Is that man, a real proud so moment to take? Yeah, it felt good to have a, your, our first album came out, and that was back in the era where, you know, you had albums, you had the cassette. Yep. You know, and, and you got to read the credits, the mm -hmm. credits and the cassette. You know, it was back then, back in that good, good era. So, man, just to hear your music on the radio, you know, going to record stores and seeing your, your music on the shelf, that was a good feeling. And how how did you how did your um your close circle of friends and just like the neighborhood how did they embrace y'all? Oh, mm -hmm. it was so much love, man. They loved me. They absolutely loved me. Excellent, excellent. And, and yeah, trust, man. trustfully, there, there weren't too much hate. There wasn't too much haterade being drunk at, at them times when you first coming up, right, on that first album. Yeah, it was a little bit, but we dealt with it accordingly. <laughs> of course, of course. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay, so yeah. you said that Low Life um, was serving some, t some time, at, so he wasn't fully on that... Um, that first album. So when did when did he come out and when did Gangsta Funk come out? Uh yeah, he came out uh that next year when Gangsta Funk came. Before we released Gangsta Funk, he came out on that project. Okay, okay. So yeah, he was able to come home and we we did the Gangsta Funk album and yeah, we was rocking after that. <laughs> Fishigity, Fishigity. And out of, out, of, out of the EP, obviously the EP wasn't as long as the first the first project. Which, out of those two early stages, which 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 out of those two do you prefer or do you like? Oh, I, I can't lie. I, I, both of those was classy joint. I know. <laughs> I know yeah, this. Man. <laughs> Listen, listen, sibling, it's not even that. Even usual suspects, like, you know. Right. So it's, it's, hard, to, it's hard to choose, man. And the, the creative process of making these, these timeless creative works, um, was the process pretty similar in regards to how you kind of formulated the tracks and then you know, got with the produce production wise, um, Mike Dean, you did, you had a very wide, you know, um, production value. Who were some of the, 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 the standout sort of, um, producers that you, you guys used to work with? Oh, uh, yeah. Mike Dean was most definitely one of them. Uh, the homie Beto, John Beto. Yes. Uh, the homie N.O. Joe. Oh yes. N.O. Joe had that fire. <laughs> uh, my homeboy Grizz, we did a lot of work with him. Uh, yeah, did a lot of work with the homie Grizz. So yeah, we whichever producer we can get in get in the room with, it's one way. Yeah, whichever yeah whoever we can get in the room with, because they were so dope. Everybody wanted to work with them. <laughs> of course, of course, man. And that's that that rich, heavy, 
filled sound that came out of that ruffler. It was um, yeah, man. It was it was a really good time, I guess. You know, to be an artist and have the the, the luxury uh, to be on such label. But as as a consumer at that time, it was it was nothing but fire that was coming out of um, that stable at that time. If we had ruffler right. on it, it was an automatic. We gotta get that there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, that was that time that fire was dropping, man. Oh, diggity, man. So, all right, let's 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 try to encapsulate some of the the features. Like, were all of the features were they done at the like you had a chance to to be in the studio with with all of them, or were some just done and then added to tracks later? Yeah, some of them was done. Uh, a lot of them was done in the studio together. Some of them was done when when they had time to just come in the studio and and do something. Mm, mm. Yeah, man, it was a it was a um a real interesting time, man. It was a real interesting time to be um <laughs> to be on the scene at that point. Um, the last album. What was the last album y'all did? On Rappler? Uh, I think that was um, uh, I'm trying to think myself. I think it was P popping. PWA. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. And ultimately, like, what has become of the Fifth Ward Boys? That's what a lot of people want to know. Like, yeah, now we had we had some some real classic, timeless music come out, and like, we don't really hear nothing now. Oh, we well, matter of fact. If you go, I got a new single that I dropped. Like, we're doing some solo stuff right now. So all three of us doing some solo stuff. Mm-hmm. So everybody go check out my new my new single called One World, One Chance. It's under my name, Fifth Ward Boy E-Rock. So if you type in type in that name, Fifth Ward Boy E-Rock, the song will come up, One World, One Chance. And we're in the middle of, uh, we're in the process of working on the Fifth Ward Boy album right now as we speak. So... It's our little secret. We haven't told anybody, so you're the first one to get to hear this. Yeah, man, I'm, 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 I'm very much pleased to hear such such words. Trustfully, 2022, we're going to be graced with um some real nice projects. Um, I'm just doing a little check. So, Usual Suspects, 97, um, PWA, 99, and then Recognize the Mob, 2001. Right, right, right. That was it. Recognize the mob. That was the album. Um. So. So yeah, I'm almost finished with my. I'm. I'm working on a solo album too. So. My my album gonna be called uh, Rated G Reloaded. Yeah, I saw you post that on on your IG still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah, my first single is called One World One Chance. 
And the second, the second single I'm gonna drop is called uh, "Turning Heads" featuring uh Paul Wall and Lil Kiki. So that's gonna be a hot joint too. Definite man, definite. Having some um some well established uh, H Town names on that there as well. Uh, right. Can you explain? I did speak to Double O about this as well. Um, underground Records. Yeah, that was uh, Dewey's record label, which was under signed to rap a lot. Mm-hmm. Like a sub label kind of thing. Right, right. And then, uh, what was it? Circle Management. I guess that's OG Dewey as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was. All right. So we also had. So the way I see it, and you can correct me, we had obviously the original Ghetto Boys and then the more, you know, established Ghetto Boy group of um, Willie and Face and Chucky. Um, and then we had the Fifth Four Boys. And then we then had the Fifth Four Juveniles. Right, right. Uh, Dangerous Grounds was that the, that was the first album? Uh, yeah, right, but yeah, Fifth Ward Juveniles, yeah, yeah, absolutely right. So, how like paint us a vivid picture on that sibling? Like, were, were they did you find that talent in the ward and they came up under you, or was this another was this an OG Dewey thing? Yeah, they came, they came, uh, they came to the rugged store and rap. And did they think one time and uh do it was like what you think? What what should I do? I was like, shit, we was like sign them cats, they jamming. Mm. So once he signed them, we became one big crew. Yes. Um my I can only remember what Mr. Slim was one, right? Yeah. And who were the other cats? Mr. Slim, uh, Nickel Boy, Trey Deuce, yeah, and Daddy Low. That was a uh, uh, that was a good time, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that yeah. was real good time. Um, I can't remember the year that that day came out. Uh, like '97, around them kind of times, like '96, '97, maybe. Uh, I'll, I'll utilize the power of the internet and, and double check that there. But um, was it just the? It was it. It was just. Was it just the one? It was one release under the Fifth Ward Juveniles, right? right? And then they then they did like um. There was a follow up release. I can't remember what. There was, was another album called uh, another album with. Uh, yes yeah <laughs> okay so how did that come about like did the did there was there some issue with the juveniles or was this another total different thing yeah that was just another group that formulated within the within the, the uh the label Okay, okay. 
and the, again those the um, FWC that was that was again new members to bring to the crew. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I don't want my phone to die on you, man. I'm in the red. Yeah, 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 yeah. No problem at all. No problem at all. Listen, throw out all your social medias. Throw out all your social medias. I'll put the links below in the description and we'll definitely um recontinue with a, um, a part yeah, two. Yeah, we can do a follow-up. Yeah, man, definite. Just let me know the date. We can, we can do it again. Definite, man, so definite. My, yeah, my social medias is Fifth Ward Boy E-Rock. And you can catch me, look me up on all of them. Fifth Ward Boy E-Rock. Definite, man. As I said, links below down in the description. Like, comment, subscribe, share, tell a friend to tell a friend to uh, jump on this train, man. Watch out for that part two. It's coming real soon. Thanks for taking the time to tune into CFR Network. If you enjoyed the content, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. And if you ain't already, most definitely share. If you'd like to go that step further and to support the broadcast, go over to sbmentality.com and go get yourself some merch. And also go check out my sponsor over at Instagram, Supreme of the UK. Thank you for your continued support. Sold 
Heaven had a talk with the Lord, told him thanks for the blessings even when the times are hard. If you're listening right now, let your troubles go free. Let's celebrate life, have a toast with a G. One world, one chance, one life. How about some champagne on ice? We done made it so far, just to witness this night. So let your worries go free, cause everything gonna be alright. One life, so we gon' celebrate tonight.